Hello, welcome to Christique, Season 2, Episode 38. As you can tell, I once again uh, slacked on the podcast gear. I didn't even want to look in my closet. I'm sure the microphones are in there. Doesn't matter. Maybe next week. So, okay, ups and downs this week as far as weight loss. Weigh in today, 217. Not super great. I mean, last week, weigh-in was 219, so that's something. Oh, gosh, but I was doing so well earlier in the week. I think Tuesday, I was down to 214. Not a crazy difference, I guess, now that I look at it on paper, but it felt a lot different. So I'm really feeling that I'm back on track, and I can do... I'm mad for real, real. I might even be able to make the goal. The crazy goal. Let's see, it's the 20th. Does this month go the 30th? Hopefully. Because then I have a chance. Alright, brand new cherry flavor. Um, I didn't want to spoil anything, but what did I not go into? I went into the kitten hole. I went into like the voodoo aspect of it. Let's see, if you've seen it, though, what else is there to say? Their take on zombies was neat. Kind of, I mean, The magic. That uh, was okay. Not sure I really need to say anything else. If you've seen it, you've seen it. If you heard my review, I stand by that. Fisting the kitten hole, that was the most interesting part of the whole thing. Why, why does this person need kittens? Never explained it. Um, why was their L.A. home like a jungle? Well, I guess that's part of a South American thing. and Hence, uh, what's-her-face's... Oh, God, was it Val? Turned into a jungle anyway. Ah, what a fun show. Now, I want to tell you about... Right now, straight up... One of my runner-up movie of the years... For this year. Malignant. Malignant. Don't watch a preview. I didn't. I luckily enough, my favorite reviewers, Red Letter Media, they did one on it. So I like didn't watch it. I didn't watch their video. Should I say I didn't watch a preview? I just watched the movie. It was so good. And I don't necessarily agree with their take on it. I mean, I kind of do. I, I get their take 100%, but I'll just say this. I thought I had this movie figured out in so many ways, and I thought, oh my god. Because this is from the director that did, like, Paranormal Activity? I thought this movie was going to be such a stinker, and I was like, oh god, here we go. And it kept kind of turning the screws on me. Like, my head was in a vice, and it just kept Whisting and my mind at the end was blown. I don't usually watch movies uh, too close together. Like I usually have a pretty good memory about movies, unless I've been drinking and I watch Fast and Furious, and I'm like, this was dumb. But I should probably watch that again. But most of the time, I need a lot of 
space, some years before I rewatch a movie. This movie had me so excited. Maybe because my expectations were rock bottom. I mean, the scenes that start this movie are such trash. And it might be intentional. I don't know. But when, when it all came full circle, I was like, I am so upset with myself that I watched this movie alone. Then I watched that movie again, just a couple days later, to show other people. It, I'm not saying you're going to love this movie. Far from it. But I think it's runner-up for movie of the year. I really do. Now that being said... Tough couple of years for movies. Okay. Because <sighs> of COVID. And look, I know I talked about the vaccine. I should have never said nothing about the vaccine. I'll probably get the one. What's the one? One of the shots is getting recalled. Maybe Pfizer. I don't know. I'll get the other one. The, the Mandula virus. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> vaccine. Uh-oh. Well, here's why. I was thinking that um, I'm not actually that healthy. My lungs are kind of beat. I am a little overweight, so if I get this thing, I might die. Blah, blah, blah. I've got all the vaccines pretty much before that, so I'm not anti-vax in any sense. I'm just being lazy. And I shouldn't, I shouldn't have even said that much. But, what has COVID done for cinema? Nothing good. I don't think. I mean, on one hand, the really big movies, what they call tentpole movies, I'm not sure why I was never in the circus, but what they call these movies that I guess hold the tents that is the rest of the movies up, they're mostly getting held back. Now, I hope I don't say this wrong, Shang-Chi, uh, the Marvel movie, doing very well. It's kind of an exception. And is it doing well to movies three years ago? Uh, probably not. So I feel like I was I was excited because they released some great movies. In fact, Malignant, I don't think it's a COVID movie because it's I mean it has a budget. It, it might it might be under a hundred million, but I think it's close to that. I I forget the numbers, but there's a few movies. I'm going to put on blast here, kind of. Okay, CryptoZoology. CryptoZoo, sorry, not CryptoZoology. I keep wanting to say that. CryptoZoo, I think, is a COVID movie. It, uh, I think it's Michael Sarah. It's animated, though, so it's in a little bit of a different space. I, I don't know. That That is tough. It was a pretty movie. But I was like... I was super not into it, and I was wondering if it just uh, grabbed my attention because there's a big lack in movies right now. Okay, Super Hot. I'll straight up say Super Hot was not great. Um, I didn't find it very uh, uh, creative at all. Not good. Just it's a ba it's a basic little modern Dracula story, I, I guess. It's about the Van Helsing that lives now. I mean, spoiler, but it just wasn't. 
good. Um, I guess the super hot is from the pizza joint that the main character worked at. Oh, it's like they made this movie for $12 and it shows. Every, like, kill of a vampire is like, oh, boy. It's like, yeah, it didn't, uh... Didn't do good to make it believable. Last Call is a comedy, but I think it fits the bill, too, for a COVID movie. It's just like, what is this? <sighs> Why? You know what this whole COVID thing, it almost reminds me of, like, when Hollywood does a writer's strike. And, like, seven shows get canceled because they go downhill so fast without the professional writers. And it's different. And maybe... These small movies are always trying to get made, but they just can't, you know, get anyone's attention. And now that there's a vacuum because Top Gun's being pushed back, even though it was made like last year, they're pushing back to next year kind of stuff. But I think Happily kind of works. Sort of a COVID movie. You know, what is a COVID movie? Small budget uh, a few locations, because they can't, people can't interact with the world, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I thought of this, um, open, oh my gosh, open, I'll, I'll talk about the good one and the bad one, okay, happily, Joe McHale, if you remember him from Community, uh, Paul Shear, I think, from Human Giant, Pretty decent story, uh, didn't really grip you, they kind of cheap out on, like, why everything's happening. Um, it is about marital bliss being a bad thing in a way, I guess. I think they fuck up the ending, I think a lot of endings are weak, so I almost feel like me saying that has been diminished. But I feel like they could have done a little just a little better. Um, maybe it's a social commentary or anything. Doesn't really matter. Open. I think Open's a great example of a COVID movie. They did it all like on a, a golf field? Is that what you call that? A course, I guess? Whatever. And that's, you know, it's British. It's kind of a love story. It's kind of a sad story about someone's dead brother cat. It's just, God, terrible in, in a lot of ways. The acting was fine. And to the a point, I think the writing was fine. But, uh, God, it just didn't seem to have the kind of arcs that you want in a story. I mean, Homeboy was already grieving his brother. I, he wasn't grieving him any less at the end of the movie. It's just weird. Low budget. Kind of like a talkie. Just people talking. Blah, blah. Uh, definitely Miss Open. Miss Super Hot. Because fucking goddammit. Miss Last Call. I don't even want to talk about that one. Check out Happily if it's if it's streaming. Uh, I think that's an interesting kind of at least initial concept in the whole, like, friends stuck in the house kind of thing. Neat to a point. Could have, it could have been a little, could have jazzed it up a little. Now. 
could tell you about a few. Okay. One of my favorite podcasts. How did this get made? You should definitely check that out. If uh, if you're still listening to this podcast. I don't know why. Um, there's so many great ones. How did this get made? Paul Shear from Happily. Isn't it? Um, well, they did some movies that I happen to watch. One of them's Tough Guys Don't Dance. I don't know if that movie's for everyone. It's kind of like a murder, murder, murder drug movie with weird sex stuff. Very old. But one thing about this movie is I was like, wait, I thought my TV didn't do great blacks. But on this old, like, film print, these blacks were solid, like, thick, like, inky blacks. And I was like, wait, are they lighting movies differently that my TV's picking up on? Because I swear, this movie made my TV look better. Just old something about the old film, the darkness of it worked with my TV, which sounds crazy, but it really did. Um, tough Guys Don't Dance. Not about dancing at all. I guess it's about drugs and cheating wives. It, it, that's one definitely a campy, like, watch this if you want some campy garbage. Also watched Boyfriend School, which is, I guess, like, yeah, like they say in How This Get Made, it's kind of like She's All That, but with a dude. They turned to a guy who had, um, I think a type of cancer, Lou Gehrig's disease. Then they turned him into a hunk, and his sister's a novelist for um, romance novels. So she knows how to get him to get with a chick, I guess. It's... I'd say don't watch either of those movies. Tough Guys No Dance, Boyfriend School. Watch them both, and then watch or listen to How Did This Get Made about them. That's just such a great companion piece. I can't sell that enough. Hysterical. So, for next week, I will get into Malignant. And... Yeah, I'll do the spoiler review of Malignant, talk about it, probably, uh, incessantly. Um, and I almost finished this movie, didn't quite finish it today. Dying a Gunfight. Um, I'll also review that full-on spoilers. I hope it's good. It's So far, it's decent, very artistic. Not necessarily great, um, but... There's potential it could... Win me over in the end. Not that it's terrible, but... Okay, so... My goal... I don't have a goal for next week. End of the month, though. To Honda. That's still my goal. I, I think I can make it. I might have to push myself crazy. But, it's you know, it's been too long with... With being able to get it done. And hopefully I stop procrastinating, get some podcast gear, and maybe set some other stuff up so people can comment on, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a one-way street here with Anchor, but they've, they've done great things for me thus far.
as far as just letting me rant for almost a seemingly endless amount of minutes. So I'll stop it there. I'll keep it fresh. There's video game stuff. I don't even want to get into it right now, but I'll save it all for next week. Malignant, check it out. Don't watch a trailer. Just watch it and see if you laugh as hard as I did at the end. All right, until next time. Laters. <laughs>